everyone. This is Generation Dan. Uh, it is my fault that our guest is not here, so I'm hoping that they will randomly show up. Uh, the interesting part is this is the second time that I have forgotten to send the invite to that specific guest, uh, and it has resulted the exact same way. So, uh, I'm Tina the Genetic Marvel, one of your three magical hosts. Who is with me today? I'm Atlas Novak, and Dino, it's full yourself. Shame on you. Full yourself again. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> I'm your I'm your millennial. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your favorite Gen Z boy back at it again, and I got a new look today. Dino and Atlas might have already gotten some glimpses of it, but if you can't tell. Um, basically the, the MO behind this whole thing is that I'm playing with the idea of moving to Brooklyn. So I'm changing my style now. So everybody there definitely knows I'm not from there. Caleb, you look like Benedict Cumberbatch, like off camera of any movie that he's filmed. <laughs> and that <laughs> is the, the highest compliment you can give and, me, sir. And, and they're, and they're doing the like, all right, behind the scenes on Sherlock Holmes 27. And, uh, <laughs> I feel and he's like over there in one of the, in the chair. Like classic right? novels and stuff. Yeah, and I, I just go like... down to the Mandos with me mates. And... That's not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or Jude Law. Jude Law is another good, good example. Much more Jude Law, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. that's because he looks. He does have those villainous eyebrows. It's just yeah. sticking like that, right? But yeah, uh, yeah it's. I feel like. He's Caleb is now the Gen Z version of a land pirate. He's like, yes, I'm, just, I'm a land pirate. He's like, what is that exactly? He's like, that's what is a land pirate? I don't know. It just okay. came to me, and I'm like, that's Dude. the. It's that seems like how he described it. like because Gen Z. Let's be honest, Gen Z has a descriptive word for everything, and it is like for me, I'm standing going. That's not the right word. 100% that's not the right word. But they're like, no, that's what it's called now. And I'm like, all right. And I feel land pirate is definitely something. Hey, language evolves how language evolves. I'm not, don't hate the play. I hate the game. But, you know, it's funny that you call that you say land pirate because it brings up a memory of that time I went to try and support my friend in his political rallies. And I just got yelled at and called a colonizer for 30 minutes. Wait, seriously? <laughs> I am dead serious. Do tell. Uh... <laughs> so my friend is in one of those, like, uh college <laughs> sure whatever you yeah. want to call it they make posters and meet in the park and yell for a couple hours is what they do yeah. so we are at this event and it's at like a public library and all of a sudden like it's going fine like we're just sitting there we're there to watch with their support and then all of a sudden we just see this herd of people in matching shirts just walking down the street toward us slowly and we're like huh this is interesting um was it a parade it 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 could have been it could have been anything at that point i wasn't sure and then they come up and so we've confirmed that it's not a parade it is in fact perhaps an allied group perhaps seeking combat over the turf perhaps seeking some kind of like philosophical round table i'm not sure what's about to happen but they ask for the mic and the people say yes and it turns out that oh. this group is just a group of like I don't even know what direction of the political spectrum they lean. I'm assuming extreme left, but they're ba I think they uh, do I even say the name of the group? I yeah, don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I won't say Just the name don't. of the group. Yeah. But basically their whole ideology is like they believe that not only do they believe in like firm reparations, which is like okay, fine, but they believe that like they basically believe in like the flipping of the social hierarchy where like all white people need to be subservient and like give everything that they have taken 
basically back to like the indigenous peoples, which is like on principle, okay, maybe I kind of see where you're coming from. But then in practice, literally all they did was they stood up on the middle of the stage and made eye contact with me and the four other people that were there who also happened to be white. Of course. It's like, where's our money, cracker? Colonizer? Where is it? You stole from us 300 years ago and you're stealing from us today, cracker. I hate you. I hate you. So, hey, here's a question for you is did anyone turn on one of you or the four? Like, I would actually go, well, I'm not white, I'm Greek. So, where is it? You (laughs) that's exactly finished. So, I feel like I don't count. I'm with them. I'm with them. Where is it? (laughs) Empty your pockets right now. This is turned- I am finished. Is, is is you remember Winter War? We we subservient to Russia. Uh, yeah, dude. Molotov like- cocktail. We invent Molotov <laughs> cocktail. Uh- <laughs> I did like some digging on them, and apparently yeah. they like used all the money that they've like collected from people by like extorting them, and they tried to build like a little mountain town out here in Colorado. But like yeah. it's funny because like all the project pictures they've shown, literally all they've done is put like two planks of wood over like a gap in like a ravine. And like it's been like I don't know a year and a half. Okay. See, this is the thing. This is the problem with activism is, and I think that a lot of people are are seeing it too. Is that you say, "Hey, that's a good, uh, that's a good uh, thing to protest," and everyone's like, "Yep, you know what? I'm gonna bring mine too." And you're going, "Hot, wait, mm, no, no, one thing at a time. We're gonna protest one thing at a time because <laughs> when you team up." Now, where those are two different groups, and that's just you're just opening yourself up to danger. I don't like well, it depends because you can have like people united over a greater cause, but it can also be a thing where the people who are trying to oppress you then use that as a wedge to like sure divide and conquer, right? So, listen, you guys are in a country that has literally and mine too that has had a war against unions for over 50 years and have Mm -hmm. been winning, right? Yeah, um. And remember, like, if you go to Europe, there's a 73% union participation, right? Like, everyone's unionized. You know why? Because a living wage isn't a crime. Not giving a living wage is definitely a crime, crime, right? (laughs) Like, and remember, like, places like uh, Switzerland. When you said said 73% union participation, my nipples got hard. Uh. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No, see, that's the thing is. Do you know, so in Switzerland, uh, yeah. which has an enormous amount of wealth, okay, mm-hmm. it's actually, um, uh, uh, they penalize you to the extreme when there's more than one income in the family. <clears throat> and then you'll have two people who are very educated, like two lawyers. Great. Mm-hmm. Only one works. You know why? Otherwise, the taxation is just unbelievably yeah. high. Well, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's to, so you can, like, raise your kids, right? That's the, Right. Well, there's a the lot part. of... There's a lot of um, uh, places in Europe, especially, that will have not only very reasonable vacation times where it all starts at four weeks. You're like, oh, yeah, you get a month off. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, and remember, like, I know in Canada, they had this where it's like, oh, but if you take it during the winter, you get three weeks. But if you take it during the summer, it's only two weeks. And you're like, so trying to encourage you to take it during the winter, you're like, here's an idea. Pay me a normal wage. No trickery. Just a job. I do the job. I make you money. I get paid for my job. Not simple. There's yeah. no big deal. Like, oh, and I get time off so I can spend, you know, 
time with my family. Like I took yeah. uh, a couple months off with my dad dying, right? Like mm-hmm. because there's a program where you can um, take if there if a doctor signs off that says, "Hey, there, this is mm-hmm. they they ain't gonna go for yeah. a stroll anytime soon." Yeah. You can get time off up to six months uh, at reduced pay. Uh, and it's done with in conjunction with the government, and they're like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know, no one's going to tell you about it because you know people are assholes. Yeah. But at the same time, they will say, oh yeah, listen. When you say, hey, I found out that there's this program, and they're like, oh yeah, 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 here you go. This is once you ask about something, it's the law that they help you as best they can to fill this up, right? Yeah, it's kind of so, like with um, like I I, I know I'm just going to be like adopt me, Dino, because healthcare, but like. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when you when you go to the hospital or go to the urgent care or whatever, it's in your best interest to ask for an itemized receipt because otherwise they're gonna like soak you. Oh, yeah. They're just gonna fucking add shit like, all right, we have like a gauze uh, fee, and like that's not a fucking thing. But if you go give me an itemized receipt, they just knock off. And by yeah. knock off, I mean omit the like the, the soaking. Well, the that stuff that happen. they just add on to yeah. everyone's and go. Hmm, hopefully, yeah. You know? I'll pay for it, or yeah. insurance will pay for it, or whatever. Yeah, um, and that's like it's the same yeah. idea be- behind uh, if you're leaving a hospital, mm-hmm. you have to leave in a wheelchair. No, you don't. Is that music in the background? Is that just me? What is happening? Oh, my phone was going off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is pizza here? Is my wife? Hello. I, going- I I could I could. Couldn't see his hands. I literally thought he was fucking around on the piano I, with that. I, I wanted to, like, yeah. I was like, you know what? That's what I thought too. But I'm like, I yeah. don't want to say that. That's not a very not to assume the worst. But then at the same time, <laughs> it was still him. Worst. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, no. So like, that's um, one of the things. Is like, what were we saying? Um, uh, so stuff about like, uh, you have to like oh. ask for it. Oh, so yeah, leaving the hospital in a wheelchair? Yeah, no. That's because they charge you. They charge. So here, uh, they charge the government uh, mm-hmm. through the healthcare system for that removal of the hospital. And you're going, no. You know how many times I've looked at them going, get out of my way. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, well, you ha- it's our policy. I'm like, hey, I will carry you and three more yeah. nurses before I get in the chair. How about that? And they That's go, another- have a great day, sir. I'm like, there yeah. you go. Thanks. You That's too. another thing with like... Uh- you're allowed to refuse treatment whenever, um, yeah. but they will like kind of give you shit about it. Like, so me being epileptic, there have been times where an ambulance has been called where there's no need for it. And I have learned that uh, once I, you know, come to in the ambulance, I'll go, Ugh. I hereby refuse treatment. And they're like, what? I'm like, I hereby refuse treatment. Give me the discharge form. Yeah. And they go, but, but I'm like, I'm fine. Give me my stupid discharge form. They're like, Okay, and like they give you shit for it, but then you oh, go sign by. Like that's see, this yeah. is the problem, and this is I find this very entertaining. Is that the assumption in mm-hmm. a few specific industry industries? So the law, money, and health. They assume you're an idiot, and if you don't do what they say, you are probably some sort of weirdo who believes in crazy stuff, right? And yeah. you're going, no, no. I know my situation. So, and this is the thing is right now, because mm-hmm. you have your bracelet, right? That says, I don't need help. Just yeah. tell, right. Mm-hmm. If you ever wake up, you still have your bracelet on and you're in a thing. Say, no, no, no. Hey, did you see my bracelet? If they say yes, you're suing. You're suing and you're going to take the pants off them. You know why? Yeah. Because that means that they didn't follow instructions that you left. That's against your constitution. 
<laughs> Good to know. I will keep that in mind. Because the yeah. last time an ambulance got called on me, I decided then to get the bracelet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, now, now I know for next time. Well, listen, that's the thing is consent is a huge thing when it comes to treatment and the law, right? Mm -hmm. Like I grew up, uh, as I said, I was Jehovah's Witness, right? So mm -hmm. I remember I was young. I had a twisted testicle. I was going to go for surgery. My parents were like, listen, no blood. Like that's one of the big things. Wait, and you the, had a what testicle? Twisted testicle. Oh, torsion. T yeah, testicular torsion words. It sure. cuts off. Uh, yeah. Okay. It just yeah. swelled up to the size of yeah. a grapefruit. I'm like, something's wrong with my nuts. We got to go to the hospital. <laughs> I was like, I was like 10 years Hell. old, right? Okay, like, so, so you're walking around like, oh, fifth grade, I got a twisted testicle. We got to go to the hospital. Well, guy, <laughs> like your voice drops six octaves. Well, kind of. That, let's put it this way. So I was 10 years old. I also was like 140 pounds, like, and probably around 5'2", wow. around then? Five, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I was already like as big as a woman. Like, that's, that's mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, yeah. Like it was, it was, I was already starting to grow and everything. So is the, the train had already left the station on that one, but mm -hmm. yeah, it was weird. And then, uh, but they all start freaking out. They're like, Oh, he can't have blood. And like granted, remember this is like still the eighties. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Oh, he said he can't have blood. And it's like, yeah, but why would you give a kid blood when you're just untwisting his nuts? Mm -hmm. Uh, like it was, it was a weird thing, but that always happens. Like even now, if I'm going for surgery, I'm like, Hey, like I sign a, uh, do not resuscitate. Like if something goes wrong, just let me go. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I'm worth way more dying on that table than <laughs> coming yeah. back out of it. So, and there's like, you know, you'll be fine, right? I'm like, hey man, listen, I don't give a shit. <laughs> just yeah. let me die, okay? Let me die in peace. <laughs> so, but, listen, yeah. my mom, my mom's a big proponent of that because she she uh, she's a patient advocate. So she's like. I know this probably isn't a thing in Canada, but it's basically oh, no, it a, a Sherpa for the healthcare system, mm -hmm. or a, just like a person to help you guide, guide you through it, make sure your doctor's talking to each other. Yeah. So she, she deals with a lot of old people, and she's yeah. like, she try, like the, when she meets them, she's like, I have to, the first thing I try and get them to be okay with is just like a DNR, uh, because holding on for that long is not fun for anybody, you know? Both oh. the sufferer and the family, and you know, yeah. your family's like money trying to mm -hmm. pay for it. Just, just let yourself go. And like, she, she's really good at convincing people because my mom is so uh, a murderer. She's a no, <laughs> no, she's insufferable to the point where people are like, okay, I will sign the goddamn DNR if it means we can stop talking. Cool. cool. Yeah, that's fair. Right. <laughs> Runs in the family. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta say no. Like, okay, so the the idea or the the topic, quote unquote, for the episode is pain, and I'm in yes. a lot of pain right now. And the reason yes. for that is I have a pinched nerve in my neck. Um, yeah. So it's it it hurts, and it, it's the kind of thing where like I thought I was just sleeping on my neck wrong, but it was like going on for weeks at a time. And then it started expanding to like my torso and my arm, and it, like that's not. Normal. No, that's yeah. that's not normal at all. Now, uh, interestingly enough, is our guest has arrived. So, uh, Michael oh, right. Copenhaver. Oh, and, he, and he just disappeared. He has departed. Uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> oh, there he's coming back. He's coming back. There we he's go. Coming back. Hey, Mr. Michael I'm Copenhaver. Not very I will never be accused of being very very bright. Okay, right. so he shows up, immediately leaves, comes back, and he's walking around and has a cigarette in his mouth. We're in for a good guess. And, and, and I'm going to smoke it. 
That's all right. How's it going, Michael? Brother, if I was any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Okay. I, I think it's a good thing, either, but I it think sounds it's hard good. as fuck, so I'm going to roll with it. Dude, I, Caleb, I need to... happy to see you, brother. What's happening? Good to see you, Michael. It's been a while. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. It's been I'm at the a while. Compound. For I'm anybody that's missing context, Michael Copenhaver and I met at an open mic here in Denver when he stopped in town on a tour with another comedian friend of ours, Miss uh, Billy Joe Gillespie. And okay. he got me on Sauce in the City, where I met Dino. So in a way, Michael Copenhaver is the reason I'm on this show at all. So ah, give let's it up make it clear. I am the linchpin of the universe. If something happens to me, all of your reality unravels. He is the butterfly of the effect. Episode I, title right there. That's the fucking episode title. Linchpin <laughs> of the universe. Listen, yeah. I, think, I think I'm glad that Michael Copenhaver is here, specifically because you two have been like, you know, Dino's a little big for his britches. They eh? thinking he's really yeah. important. There we go. See, it's not just me. There are a lot of people who think they're important. <laughs> Dino had to find another guy yeah, to well, compete with his ego. Listen, <laughs> I actually, I told this to uh, uh, Ryan and Eargasm. I was like, listen, man, you got to understand when you say narcissist, to a degree, all comedians are narcissists, okay? And that's fine. Yeah. However, I'm like, you don't understand. I don't only think that I'm the main character in my story. I think I'm the main character in other people's story too. Okay. You have no idea how bad my mind is. Okay. Like I walk into a room and everyone looks and I'm like, continue. Don't worry. I'm here. Everything will be fine. And that's the thing is only things that have happened that have encouraged uh, and solidified that thought process that keep on happening to me. I'm like, okay. dude, I walked into places and they're like, hello, sir. And I'm like, the party may begin. That's yeah. just how it happens. You, you you know you're fucked up if the first thought you think when you enter a room is citizens' help has arrived. Uh, <laughs> it's on a daily uh, basis in this house, man. Yeah. I walk I, in and I'm like, I'll fix it. Don't worry. I, I, I regularly I post events, and at the end of every event, I tell folks, "Hey, if you had a great time tonight, I blame me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, I need to get you that shirt. Citizens help has arrived. Like, <laughs> I feel like Citizens it would be just arrived. a picture of me in my underpants. And you know what? I would still wear it. I really would. I would just be like, yeah, that's fine. That's no problem. See, I'm, I'm thinking that episode of Seinfeld where George is like in that kind of cheesecake pose with where he's in his undies. Like that, but it's Dino. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can do that. That's fine. <laughs> I have a green <laughs> I can do that. I got fancy, fancy Yummy over there. question mark. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work. That's all right. Listen, so, in the end, it's uh, the best part is that uh, we're all having fun. Okay. Uh, should so. we do the questions for Copenhagen? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, no. I, right. So uh, we actually had this discussion. I was yeah. like, hey, do you want me to send you stuff in advance? He's like, I prefer on the fly. And I'm like, right. I do too. But the thing is that people who I've been like, don't worry, they're better on the fly. It didn't really go that well. So. <laughs> Most of the people were, if I told them, like, just at the time, they're just like, why didn't you send it to me in advance? So I just do it as, like, the baseline now. You also live in L.A., and everyone's weird. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's, you know, in the end, like, so, that's, I think. Your lips to people, God's ears, sir. Listen, uh, but yeah. East Coast people are more like, I'm up for a challenge. Let's mess with it. Let's see what yes. happens. Like, this is, it's very much, at least I find it, you know. But hey, mm -hmm. let's well, go with the first question. All right. That first question. For the guest, what's an embarrassing song from your playlist, good sir? Ooh, boy. Embarrassing? Yeah. Song that you like that's kind of a guilty pleasure. 
Wannabe by Spice Girls. Hey, that's fair. Good one. Good one. Yeah. That's you know to my head right now. <laughs> I'm just not saying it for copyright reasons, but I I'm I'm on board. You know what though? I'll I'll be totally honest. There are a lot of uh, uh, Spice Girls and uh, Backstreet Boys songs that I know word for word, and I'm like, if they come on, I'm like, I'm gonna sing it. It's just gonna happen. You know what? That was just the time of my life. Every song was getting memorized, and those were getting played. That's just what's gonna happen. I just want to say that what he said, other than Spice Girls, way more embarrassing than mine. <laughs> I won't even mention them. No way. Uh huh. Well, that's because I want it that way, sir. That's <laughs> if, it, if it makes you feel any better, I have two versions of ABBA's "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme a Man After Midnight." <laughs> Is one of them the Mamma Mia version? Yes. <laughs> it's the one with Amanda yes, Seyfried doing it. Yeah, that one. And then the other one is not also not Eva. It's the fucking... <laughs> it's the J-teams. It's the, 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 the uh, like, you know how they had bands in the early 2000s where they were just doing the discography of another band, but they're, they're teenagers, so... Yeah, I, my, my sister had it on her like playlist as a kid, and uh, yeah, I'm not I like ashamed. ABBA, but it, it's not actually ABBA. Yeah, if I ever run for office, <laughs> I'm fucked. That's coming out, and that's gonna do. That's my Michael Dukakis in the tank. That's my Dean Strain moment, right there. <laughs> I love how it's like the things that is like, I'll be known for it. It's going to be bad. You're like, everyone will go, really? That's it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It that. definitely won't be the uh, Aquaman underoos. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, the fact that you've mooned people on stage or, you know, yeah. all those kind of things. Yeah, no, they wouldn't. Uh... My girlfriend is currently making fun of me in our. <laughs> Yeah, listen. That's just a good girlfriend. She sees you down, gives you a little kick, but also, you know, what? I'm not making fun of you. I'm being genuine. Wait, seriously? Yes. Oh my god! Ha <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to more Povich Digital. There you go. Oh, there, you go. there you go. Millennials can't even yeah. take a compliment. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Question two. Uh, what's something you like to do that no one can stop you because you're a fucking grown up? Like, like cake for breakfast or whatever. Smoking? Right. Smoking. All right. So, like I believe in socialized medicine. <clears throat> I believe in socialized medicine. If you're ever outside at a place I'm at, passing around any medicine, be social, pass it to me. Yeah. Smoke in. Smoke in. I, I just find yeah. the last four episodes that have uh, that we've recorded have all been people like, I, smoke, I do a lot of drugs. That's yeah. Like, it's like no Honestly. one can stop me. I don't do drugs. I take medicine. Well, you know, I, I'm actually like my my dad. Uh, my my dad has Parkinson's, and I was I was telling him about my my pincher and my neck pain, and he goes, "I'll put together a care package for you." I got a bunch of like you know uh, uh, CBD and THC gummies, and I'm like, I love the future. <laughs> Imagine, like, if I went back in time to, like, I don't know, 2004 and oh. uh, and told my past self, hey, so you know marijuana, that thing that they, like, 
you know, they say your, your brain's going to explode and that everybody in high school is doing it. You got to keep it on the down low. Your dad, your, you know, medicine practicing dad is going to have that shit in gummy bear form. And he's going <laughs> to gift it to you. Yeah, your dad is going to yeah. send you some of it in the mail in about yeah. 20 years, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy to me. It's fantastic, though. Yeah. Quick little sidebar. Yeah, like, but that's the, the best part. Quick little yeah. sidebar on the topic of the Listen. question, most embarrassing song in your playlist. I used that on a Bumble Girl uh, yesterday, Whoa. and it worked, dude. Nice. It worked, man. Generation oh. Dan, let's give it up for the boys teaching the younger one how to finally pick up women that doesn't involve Italian pastries. Yeah. What was the answer? Uh, She said, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many in my phone, I have to find her, you know? Yeah. Oh, of course. Just, just real quick, Caleb. Picking up women. You're with the foxiest lady in all of Denver. I was with the foxiest lady oh, in all of Denver. Shiza, I'm sorry, I didn't past tense on that guy there. It's okay. Little English lesson for the Generation Dan folks. It's all good. Past <laughs> tense, ladies and gentlemen. That means it was in the past. That means Caleb's cannoli is up for grabs. It is up for grabs. His cannoli <laughs> is on the market. <laughs> Yeah, everyone grab, wondered. It's a large cannoli, so yeah. <laughs> grab, grab that Gestapo and toss him out of your, by your fascist grand council. <laughs> Mussolini jokes. Uh, Christ. Okay, I, the, so people watching this on YouTube, I'm like, if you have like car sickness, I'm sorry. I just watched Michael like float around, and he's walking around, and the camera's bouncing everywhere. And... I like can't help myself. <laughs> I gotta move. Yeah. I'm in my man cave. I'm in the the basement studio. See, it used to be when I jumped into uh, Streamyard, the green screen would pick it up. Apparently, oh. not so much anymore. It's been a while since I've been in Streamyard. Hmm. Well, because it looks like it is a real phone. studio, but it's yeah. a basement. Okay. Starving artist. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it looks like your phone is in portrait because there's like black bars on the side. Well, okay. Yeah, see, I, I turn it to the side, and this is what happens. Oh, it just doesn't like adjust. It's not. Yeah, it's not okay. doing. I don't know why that is. Sometimes that happens. Mostly with cell phones, is it won't. Uh, sometimes it will, but then it'll switch to portrait and then stay yeah. like that. And you. Can't see, I would back. love to have a computer like you, Dino, but I'm not at the level you are in the comedy business. If I got this from comedy, it would not be this good. I'll tell you. That. Well, well, I, I, you I got this finish. in college. Yeah. You didn't let me finish. I didn't marry a rich Asian wife to go. settle me up and square me away. Dude, I cannot wait to be a house husband. Like, listen, waiting my whole life. Did it once. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, listen. There is there is nothing wrong. See, this is the whole thing. I've I've started writing material where I'm like, listen. Just it's a message to women that I'm like, you should know most men shouldn't be allowed to vote just in general. Okay. It's not. And in all honesty, like I want to start a men's suffrage movement. They should not be allowed to vote just on mass. I really feel like that is the future because honestly, a men's anti-suffrage. movement. Yeah. No, cause you're no, I want men's suffrage. No suffrage is the ability to vote. No, because it was to end. S u f f e r a g. You're spelling it wrong. God. Okay. Is it? I I will I will travel up to to Toronto and hit you with the dictionary. Uh, okay. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Mister. I say it, Kiev. Let's listen. Yeah. Okay. Let's be clear. Suffrage, okay. Noun. 
the right to vote in political elections. Okay? So then why was the poster... S-U-F-F-E-R-A-G-E. So you're spelling it wrong. Is it? It would be... The, the thing you're thinking of is suffering. Like... No. That's what he wants. Men to suffer. Yeah. Also true. Okay, yes. Then... Then, the, then that's the thing. But like in I terms of the the whole thing with the like end women suffrage, it's supposed to be like a troll, right? So you're like, are you against women's suffrage? And they're like, yeah, I think I am, just because it sounds it like was, suffrage. It was called The Man Show. Yeah. It was on Comedy Central in the 90s. They <laughs> set up a whole booth on Coney Island. It was hysterical. Yeah. Listen, let's be honest. I think I think there are too many people voting at this point, right? And it's, uh, I think uh, we gotta, we gotta get yeah. some of the men out of there, right? And senior citizens, definitely not. I think bring in like fourteen-year-olds. Fourteen-year-olds should vote. I don't think I deserve to vote. I've never voted in my life. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Okay, <laughs> you you need to shut up then. Because <laughs> no, it, I pay it, taxes. It, that entitles me to opinions, sir. Yeah, but like the whole. Okay, well you're Canadian. This is different. At least then, <laughs> the, the whole no taxation without representation thing. Come on. That, but again, uh, we're American, you're Canadian. So, yeah. so I'm better than you, and I'm Greek. Double oh better. I got oh you. Oh my God. Are you going to disrespect the free world in front of me right now, Dino? Hey, man, we created off, the These people began you. the Western fucking movement. Let's be real. Yep. Started with us, even the gay. We didn't. <laughs> the, uh, oh my God. When I was a kid, if, I did, if we didn't know what a word was and we asked our, like, asked our mom, like, what does this word mean? Instead of going, I don't know, why don't you look it up? She would literally throw the dictionary at us. Like, I remember one time she threw it and it knocked the wind out of me because I was sitting on the couch and it hit me in the stomach. It was, uh, yeah, Dino's frozen, isn't he? God damn it. It, li it literally just looks like he's giving me, like, a look of disapproval. He, he's I think like, that's what he is doing. <laughs> He hasn't because who brings up old family stuff like that? Do your mom? Does your mom want to, everybody in the free world to know she abused you with a dictionary as a child? I mean, come on. No, uh, but she also doesn't listen to the show. So yeah, but her friends might. Your other family members might. She doesn't want that getting out. I think my dad does, but they're divorced. So it, it you know, in, in his case, he's like, yeah, whatever. I feel like that's a so great idea. So we know whose side you are in the custody battle. Oh, there he goes. Well, actually, no, because I was on, as a kid, she was on my side more, but as an adult, kind of. Because it, it's, uh, he, like, I, I was in the hospital one time and they had all the, like, brain node things. And I realized that my mom stresses me out on, like, a molecular level. Because she came in to visit me and all the things went crazy. And I was like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, again, yeah. probably not something your mom wants getting out, Atlas. <laughs> you know what she does want to know, though, Atlas? That you shit your pants in front of a Daco, uh, Del Taco employee. Yeah. She does want to know that. Well, she was there for that, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told you guys that. I know, I was telling Michael. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and yeah. just bringing Michael. it up again to cause you yeah. like emotional harm. Did you guys already talk about his uh, hate against LeBron James and everything LeBron James does, or no? Nope. But so that's that Alice or me? Are you talking about Alice or me? No, I am a hater of LeBron James. I live one hour from fucking Akron, Ohio. Just a kid from Akron. Just a piece of shit from Akron. That's my opinion. Okay, he's actually in earnest about it. In, in my case, it was they were just ragging on me, and it just turned into this running gag. So, you yeah. know what? Wow. Good on you for actually... 
having the conviction to hate LeBron James. Look, there is one goat in basketball. That goat is Michael fucking Jordan. The also only true. number 23 that mattered this fucking century. Thank you. Well, last last century. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm. I me. mean, he, he did play in the 2000s, but it was like, yeah. Yeah, that Michael Jordan didn't matter. Yeah. That was 43 Michael Jordan. Yeah, that that was that was a uh, Washington Wizards. You you know it's like like I have yet to see anybody go like, oh man, the Washington Wizards, they're they're the fucking terror of the West. Nope. Never. It's actually uh, the Orlando Magic that he played for, but it's okay, Atlas. You can be racist in public. It's not a problem. <laughs> no, he owned and played. He owned and played for the Wizards. Yeah. Atlas is not incorrect. <laughs> no, he definitely got traded to the Magic, bro. Did he really? I don't think so. No, that doesn't sound right. That's where he played his last season. Michael Jordan? No. Yeah. Heavens no. No, you're thinking you of Michael Jordan to start out with someone else. Look, Caleb, being as honky as you are, I can see the whiteness of you from <laughs> here. I, I'm just saying they don't all look alike. That's that's a common oh. misconception. Caleb, you're showing your honkiness right now. They don't all look alike, okay? Did he black out his That was a very different black fellow. Everything crashed. It was the wizards. It was the wizards. It was the wizards? Well, you know, just... It was the wizards. Jamie, look that up. Jamie, look that up for us, okay? It was the wizards. Okay. I would like to take this moment in this difficult time in my career to apologize to my friends and family, and most importantly, my fans. Um, <laughs> it's too late. I think you got canceled like seven minutes ago. Yeah, well, that's where this came from. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. what, wait, what was where that came from? Him being canceled, but don't oh, worry. Yeah. He, he already left us with treasures like this. Alice is talking about racist shit again. It just <laughs> Caleb is the voice of the youth, so you know. Yes. But yeah. sometimes, listen, it all it all started here. Talking about old guy shit, yeah. and it just got worse. It, the oh, fuck. the amount of sound bites that come out of this man <laughs> is crazy. Uh, oh fuck! It was the wizards. Yeah. Shit. Can, I get, a, can I get a real quick moment of silence? Ten seconds of silence. My Aunt Dorothy just passed. Quite literally, not a joke. Ten seconds of silence, please, for my Aunt Dorothy. She's been on the cusp. She just now passed. I got the text message just now. Ten seconds of silence for my Aunt Dorothy. And back to the fuckery. Excellent. R.I.P. Aunt Dorothy. Uh, R.I.P. Aunt Dorothy. Um, my, my brain told me to say, is she okay? But what I mean to say is... Yeah, she's much what? better now, actually. Okay. Much better now. What, like, did she go peacefully? Or like, what was she dealing with? That kind of thing. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah she went peacefully. Massive stroke. Uh, oh, it was probably brutal for a minute, but then she was sleeping for uh, like the last two weeks. You know, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to experience all of that, especially if it's uh, uh, ongoing. Live on a show. Yeah, that makes it much worse. But you know, would we you capture rather, the moment, and that's what matters for the internet. Would you rather Ooh. go by like, something like a stroke, or like have it be instantaneous, or would you rather have it like be a slow kind of descent? I look at it like this: you only get to die once. Make it a yeah. good one. Yeah. Long and slow and horrible, man. That ain't a good one. 
I want to be attacked by a tiger picking bananas fresh in an Indian fucking jungle. Matthew McConaughey, Reign of Fire, off the cliff with the axe attacking the dragon. Like, yeah. Right, but, yeah. but mine's realistic, Dino. That's the difference. You haven't been to Canada, sir. We have dragons. You, you have to snort <laughs> cat piss to do what you want to do. <laughs> Don't challenge me with a good time, sir. Okay? No, like somebody asked me that, and I was like, "They're like, how would you want to go?" And I'm like, "Oh, in combat." They're like, "I'm sorry, what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go down fighting. Why not?" Yeah. I don't. I don't think I would want a like you know thing through the the chest, and then you're like, "Fuck," and then it, it gets you. I want like a like a straight bullet to the head, and then you just you're dead. Like you, you never see it coming. Like a vagina. No, <laughs> when you're sleeping, puss cake. Puss cake is a very good insult. I, like, hey, Charles the Twelfth went went in combat the same way uh, during during the Great Northern War. Although he, he was always kind of a weird guy. So I feel so like Atlas and seven other people in North America know about this bullshit. <laughs> hey, he he is the first guy that learned don't invade Russia in winter. He's the and, and he, he did it before Napoleon and Hitler. Yeah, no, well, because he. He attacks Russia, and then they, you know, Peter the Great, and everybody they scorch Earth, and then they have to go back through all that, heading toward, uh, you know, heading back to Sweden, and then on the way back they have to. <laughs> there, there's like they're sieging a castle, and he's like getting up for a look on the trench, and then just get shot through the head. Listen, I, I feel like a spear through the chest. The yeah. adrenaline euphoria that you would receive oh, right then yeah. would just send you off like a rocket. Like for sure you're dying, but you'd get that just like a like that would be a full like red alert on every nerve in your entire body. I think that'd be a fun way to go. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's no, no in the chest. Wee! <laughs> and imagine if you keep on walking, how badass people are going to be talking about you. Like, man, he got a spear through the chest and then attacked. What a badass. And you're like, yeah, man, let's go for it. What do you got to lose? You're going to die. Right? Like, or, or, or like oh, this uh, hurt. I, I feel like that's one of the, like, uh, like Otto von Bismarck got shot five times and, and just walked it off because he's the Iron Chancellor. It's because Somebody's either, a history buff. It's because everything either grazed him or bounced off his ribs. But just like they called him the Iron Chancellor because of like some speech he said with the word iron in it. But I bet when he got shot, he was like Iron Chancellor. And then he in the 21st century, he'd be the Adamantium Chancellor. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It'd be awesome. Um, do, do you deal with any uh, chronic pain, Michael? Like just stuff or. Bro, I'm 48 years old. Every yeah. fucking day above the earth is pain. I couldn't tell if you were 30 or 50. So, it's, uh, <laughs> 48. I'll, I'll, I'll just like yeah. lowering the veil. Yeah. 48 years old. Got All it. this, ladies. I know what you were thinking. 48. I'm too old for you. Mm. Okay, so just like walking around with pain all the time. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, my knees suck. My uh, my shoulders are both thrashed. Mm -hmm. um, weirdest thing for sure about being over 40. I used to know when I was done peeing. I don't know if you're there yet. Mm -hmm. 28, not quite there. Yeah. Here's something for you to look forward to. You think you're done. You yeah. shake it and you zip it. And then anywhere from two to 30 minutes later, then you're done peeing. Oh, two to 30 minutes. I definitely had the, like, it was, it was like a kinked 
thing, and then just like there's a little afterward, but not 30 minutes later. That's crazy. I don't know. Maybe you have a uh, issue with your, you know, stuff. Have you it, seen a doctor about that? Because at 28, you should not be experiencing that shit. It That's is shaped like a pirate sword, so could be a thing. That's another callback. He's got a scimitar. Yeah. Yeah. See, I told yeah. you, you got to need a better word for that. A scimitar, a saber. Some of you I, are, have, uh, I have said scimitar before. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. Well, pinched nerve in my neck, and uh, that's yeah. what I'm dealing with right now. Like I said, I, in all honesty, if it's, if it's now kind of uh, uh, going further down your arm and stuff and affecting other things, like yeah. you've had it for a lot longer than you realize. Yeah, well, because I, I went to urgent care um, and then you know it's bad where they took they took x-rays of my neck and from behind the like barrier I heard the tech go, dude. <laughs> Real? <laughs> like, you know it's bad. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, okay, first off, you need to get good at sleeping. <laughs> Like I'm a noob playing Fortnite. Get good, noob. Like, just... but it was about sleeping. And he's like, "What's your pillow like?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's a pillow." He's like, "Is it thin?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You need a thicker pillow, one that supports your, you know, big massive head." head? Yeah, like I look like the big head cheat in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Get a more supportive pillow. Um, and then I'm also he prescribed me like a muscle relaxer and a uh, a steroid, which I was it. This show or my other show that like it hit me in the middle of it. It was the other yeah, show. It was the, it was the other show. Okay, so I was recording it, and about midway through, I literally went, "I'm fascinated by my hands right now." <laughs> Drugs time. Right. Yeah. Not for nothing, but uh, Atlas, I don't like you trying to one up me. Okay, I'm your guest. <laughs> my aunt fucking died. You survived that shit. Stop trying to one up me. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Next topic. <laughs> how, how dare you, Atlas? Why, why don't we ask him the third question then? Why don't cry in a corner or something? Well, <laughs> there you go. What do you mean, I'm an adult? So, when was the first time where uh, essentially you were put into a situation where you were the one in charge? Everyone just looked to you for what do we do now, kind of thing. Look, I, I'm just being real here. I don't know how it happened, but all through my life, I've given off an air of command or some bullshit where people, when shit goes crazy sideways left, they look to me for the answers. So this has always happened at a young age. Uh, one particular example I can think of, we were shooting a lot of fireworks off. I was 17. Uh, some friends of mine had a hold of a half stick of dynamite. They thought, oh, I know a great place for this. And they set it off inside of a railroad trestle. No. Kablooey. I, I mean, it, I'm, you want to talk about acoustics. You probably heard that the next county over. I mean, for real, it was loud <laughs> as shit. Yeah. My friend Jane, love her to death. She's my sister. We've known each other most of my life. She looked right at me and said, they're all dead. Oh, wow. So I went on, you know, search and rescue mission number one. That was at 17. It's happened multiple multiple times since then. Usually, search and rescue is involving LSD, in which case, no shit, I'm the one eating the most. Here's one second example. Second example, I'm 19, maybe 20 years old, eating the most acid of all of us at the Canadian border. 
Okay. We're leaving Ohio. We're going up there to party at your Canadian strip clubs. Why? 19. And fully Everyone. nude. Yeah. Also, you don't have to pay extra to get laid. Yeah. Well, you know, listen. Gets to a point where... Hey, Siri, record that? <laughs> <laughs> So Sorry. the guy behind the desk is asking all these questions real rapid fire like and everyone looks at me like, well, are you going to answer them or not? So, yeah, on six hits of acid, the kid, the kid gets me and three of my very, very drunk friends across the board at a party in uh, Canada that night. That's impressive. <laughs> One of my favorite stories to tell. Uh, I really bastardized it. There's a whole lot more that goes into that. For instance, uh, this one guy, all true, all true, Dino. You know how I do. This is not a story I've told on stage, but I, I think I'm about to because I forgot about this story until recently. Um, guy behind the counter says, where'd all your friends go? And homeboy says, I think they went to the bathroom. And he's like, what are they in there doing? Dumping drugs? So... My, my friend, he comes over, he opens the bathroom door and he says, hey man, real calm, real collected. Hey man, you guys got to get in there. He thinks you're in here dumping drugs. <laughs> I look to my right, my man Tony, dumping drugs. <laughs> hey, you guys 100% true story. We got across the border though. It was, I mean, uh, one, of my, one of my top 10 favorite stories to tell of all time. That was 19, maybe 20-year-old Michael bullshitting his way across uh, into another country, starting no incident on six hits of acid. So basically, you were an episode of that 70s show come to life. Yeah, yeah basically, basically. <laughs> Except Eric Foreman would have fucked it up. I scored yeah, a perfect 10. I'm the Fonz motherfucker. That was happy days. <laughs> That's true. Well, okay, technically, they did get busted at the Canadian border in an episode. Uh, yeah. And then they got through because of Eric, because he sang the Canadian national anthem for some reason. Oh, what like, a that just fucking... Worked. All right, yeah. first off, fuck Eric Foreman. Thanks for informing me about that. Oh, I used to enjoy that show. He is a sorry excuse for an American. That's all I have to say. <laughs> if you're in the 70s and knowing the Canadian motherfucking national anthem, go fuck yourself, sir. <laughs> That's fair. That was like peak Cold War. You should not know any other anthem than the American. Even I Canadians think... were like, listen... In case you're in America, just say you're American. Learn the American anthem. I bleed red, white, and blue, you son yeah, bitch. Yeah. Well, and they were Wisconsin, too. You know, the fucking, like... Hey, man. I think they, like, they almost fail. Like, they forget at one point, and then they just kind of, like, trail off and then pick up a little bit later. So I don't think they knew it all the way through. Um, hey, man. Every time, those innocent Canadians just sitting there, just never causing problems, and everyone's like, hey... We're here to cause problems. They're like, all right, well, try and clean up after yourselves. Come on in. No I just problem. remember the, the scene where the Mounties are questioning him. And it's like, what are you doing in Canada? And then it's Tommy Chong who's leered going, what are you doing in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, when they get to Eric, he's like, we're just here for beer. And I love Rush. I'm like, that's, prob that's probably how I would answer, to be honest, because I fucking love Rush. So no, knowing your luck, Atlas, though, you yeah. get the one person who's like, who's Rush? Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> if it weren't for Getty Lee's vocals, I too would love Rush. It's like the first couple albums are pretty hard to get through just because he's like, literally, I'm pretty sure like th they got John Rutsey to just stand there with his hands on his balls. Like, you're not drumming anymore, so grab. <laughs> it's uh, kind of like um, anybody who thinks that Molly Hatchet is the best band ever. Probably also owns every last record ever made by uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. 
<laughs> Let's be real. The singer yeah. from Only High just sounds like a goddamn Muppet. Okay. I'm flirting with disaster. Okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. What would be the funniest movie to like remake with the Muppets? Die Hard. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. It's got to be Fozzie Bear. Yeah. Fozzie Bear is going to be John McClane. I feel like that's the only way you could do that. I can't, can't do it like that. No, you can't do it like that. Only because it's the Muppets. Think about it, Dino. Fozzie, he's, uh, uh, what's his just name? Think, uh, Hans. Fozzie's Hans. Oh, yeah. So it's Kermit going Because he is the leading man. Polly Gennaro, obviously played by Miss Piggy. Yeah. I would like to see Kermit. <laughs> That's Hans Kruber. That's honestly because I see Fozzie in yeah. the uh, the ductwork just going, go to LA, it'll be great. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Waka waka waka. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine him yeah. dropping the guy in the elevator, going, "Now I have a gun." Waka waka waka. I think yeah. that's like that's like spot on. Fozzie that's there, even, right? and that like replaces the yippee ki motherfucker, right? Yeah. Um, Waka waka waka. That's perfect. Like, and realistically, I feel like Kermit with a German accent. I oh. feel like we're onto something like that. I feel like you don't even have to do the German accent. Just you have... don't have to tell me, Dino. I, I'm already on board. I really like what you, where you're going with this. <laughs> but the television's workshop people are never going to go for that. <laughs> Kermit is their leading man. They've they've cast yeah. that die. I can just picture now Kermit falling off the building like, like it's just it's just embedded in my Yeah, no, that's not yeah, no, no. It's definitely not good. I'm I'm gonna write that up. <laughs> okay, that's just, so so just uh, Kermit is uh, Hans Gruber, right? Yeah, for sure. Right yeah. What was it you said oh. to me before Yippie Kaye? Like Yippie Kaye, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, that means oh okay. Do you remember the guy who gets caught doing coke? Has got to be uh, Grover. Oh yeah, that would be good. He's got the snobs for it. Right? To me. <laughs> I am near. Now I am far. Oh, oh my god! Let's see, I need to call my grandma or something, <laughs> dude. <Right. laughs> count, count von count. I got a call, Mr. Nakatomi, or uh, Mr. Nakatomi. <laughs> who it. plays? Who plays the big blonde muscle? Oh, uh, maybe maybe that's Miss Piggy. Oh, that's I, you know, the karate and all that, and the whole gimmick yeah. she's got. Or Beaker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Caleb, did you just miss the train on all the 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 Muppets? Or? I'm like talking about old guy shit. I'm in the caboose of the train. <laughs> okay, but like you saw the Muppets movie with Jason Segel. Like, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you at least got that. That's good. Uh, we got all the other 18 movies in our lifetimes. Yeah. Well, not speaking for you, Mr. 28. <laughs> old parents. Old parents. I, I, I've been. Also, I'm the youngest old guy you'll ever meet. Probably. That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I feel like Atlas is like just like a golf cart and a velour suit away from retirement. Like that, he's just collecting money until he's got those, <laughs> and it's going to be a velour suit that has like collars, like big collars yeah. on it. He's like, yeah. 
He's just, he's just gonna... one step away from Winter Haven, Florida. Yeah. yeah. Much. Um, what if he did like the Muppets in The Princess Bride? It would just be the Muppets. It would be exactly. See, this is okay. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, too the Princess Bride? Bride's too campy, right? Uh, yeah, you know okay. exactly right. It's already the Muppets. Okay. How about the Muppets in Alien? Oh, oh I'd watch that. That's uh, which one of them gets their fucking uh chest ripped open in that first scene where it's uh, what was it, John Hurt? I don't know, or the Muppets in Back to the Future. Now we're just rhyming again. It's so campy. It's so campy. It's already almost the Muppets. But, but okay, okay, but, but just seeing Kermit go, "Damn, I'm late for school." And then <laughs> these are all like Power fake trailers for yeah. movies on Tropic Thunder. You're like, "This is yeah. the Muppets <laughs> do War and Peace." And you're like, "What are you talking about?" Satan's <laughs> Alley. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, right? But, no, I'd like to see the Muppets do Schindler's List personally. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. I'm more of a drama guy. So, <laughs> Caleb McDuff it? for the win, ladies and gentlemen. Caleb <laughs> McDuff for the win. Who's in? Oh God! <laughs> Who's in the red coat at the end? No, we're just not gonna. We're not, okay. gonna, we're gonna, right. we're not gonna roll that man. Like yeah. that. <laughs> that uh, People get doxxed for. Like that's <laughs> you don't want people coming in my house. Like I'll fight them, man. That's not I don't have enough good cameras for that. <laughs> oh my god. I only got a full size bed. That's my only issue. Who's the who's the doctor that's beside Beaker? It's Dr. Um uh, Honeydew, Bunsen Honeydew. Yeah. yeah. He's the one in the suspenders, I think. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna be sick. That's uh Fuck. We... The Muppets as the no, no. X Men. <laughs> there we go. We're going to. <laughs> Who's Magneto? Who's Magneto? Uh, I feel like you could have Ernie as Magneto, right? Or Bert, sorry. Bert is Magneto. And then. Yeah, Bert, because he's yeah. the top, right? Yeah. And, and then you have Ernie as uh, Professor X. And then... now, Ernie, Ernie would have to be Sabretooth. Yeah. His number one little bitch. Okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess. I was thinking you had like their friends, but they're like you know kind of at odds. So you could have like you know. Well, they are friends, but they're at odds. Yeah. Ernie exactly. tells Bert, or Bert tells Ernie right where to get off and yeah. when and exactly yeah. in what hole. Yeah, I have I have well, so perfect, many then. horrible memes of Bert and Ernie that are like about cannibal, like just weird, crazy things. I'll, I'm going to send it to all of you because they're, they're really bad, but they're so funny because you're just like, hmm, that's not appropriate. Thank not appropriate you for in advance. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of them. Uh, we should get on to our last question. Okay. Like all right. Well, okay. Did I hijack First... your episode by talking nope. crazy shit? I'm nope. sorry if I did. No, no, no. no that's what the show is. <laughs> I'm just here goofing off having a nice time. And you, you guys are swell fellas for having me here. Sorry yeah. I was late. I was no. eating brisket and i'm a little bit drunk that's fair uh well first off where can people find you and follow you before we get to this last question uh, the best place to find me and follow me is www.michaelcopenhavercomedian.com right there yeah look at that ladies i well, trim my nails for, for i trim my nails you know you want those this, nails inside very, of you this is a very vivid description for someone on spotify uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i trim my nails ladies that's all i'm saying 
you want me inside of you. <laughs> well, just to reiterate, just, you know, hey. some people don't realize it from the first time. You got to you know, be reminded. Listen, nobody likes sharp nails. That's fair. Um, that's uh, definitely, I'm cutting that into a little short. I'm definitely going to cut that part. I'll send it to you. Don't worry. I'll even do the little Andy Warhol thing and everything. Like, you know, I trust you implicitly. You have my absolute permission to do whatever you want with any soundbite you have here. Yes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. I will regret saying that, but I do trust you and have fun with it. I can laugh at me just as easily as you can, my friend. Hey, and that's that's why I wanted you here. That's because listen. If anything, I think we should assign our guests uh, a stipulation that hey, before you come, get a little bit drunk and have some brisket. It'll be a good time. I think that's fair. Uh, the brisket then, was killer. That's cool. You can you can follow us also at, at Generation Dan on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so we've gotten like uh, I think we're already gotten a bunch of new subscribers from the shorts. We had a short uh, that uh, yesterday it aired and it's already at like 970 views. So nice. We do stuff and people enjoy it in very small doses, but you know, that's uh, it's cause we're courteous lovers. That's yeah. what we do. But, we're gentle. Uh, yeah. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell a friend, leave a review, all that stuff. Um, how about the rest of us? Yeah, I'm Caleb McDuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Caleb C. McDuff. And I also just want the ladies to know, yeah, that's why I finished in 20 seconds is because I'm courteous to you. He also offers a warm uh, towelette. Would you like uh, a towelette? Would you like a sauna? It's, in, it's sauna, and absolutely. Uh, it's, you're in the mountains. That only makes sense. It's, it's what? Sauna. It's, it is. Listen, it's weirdos from Europe. It's not my fault, okay? Sauna. Sauna. Listen, we're not going to have this debate. We already had it on about Kiev. Okay? Hey, Siri, open Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so one of the questions that we finished off with, wait, uh, wait. Mr. Michael, Clark, yourself, Tito. Huh? No, well, <laughs> I've been poking myself all night. Uh, I thought you no. said fluff, fluff yourself. Tomato, sure. tomato. Yeah. I'm at Dean on the Genetic Marvel. You can follow me at Dean on the Genetic Marvel. I even have, I believe my YouTube channel is uh, just slash Big Bad Dino, which is the email that I originally signed up for because that was my Hotmail account from like a million years ago when the internet was birthed. Um, so I, I, can see, I can see 14-year-old Dino, Big Bad Dino, yeah, I'm Big Bad Dino. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, right? Like, really, I look like this already. And so it's like, ah. that makes sense. <laughs> I am 14-year-old Dino. Yeah. Same. Same. Just this This got bigger. This got longer. It's just, this, you know. I feel like I went, huh, and just, <laughs> and so, no, came out like the wrong way. He's like Wooly Willy. They, like, moved it down here. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, you can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram or follow my other show, uh, Nexus at Night, at Nexus at Night. In those same places, that's about a trading card game. So, or yeah. any Facebook groups that are anti LeBron James, that's where also you can find out. <laughs> yeah, fucklebronjames.com. Uh, that's my website. LeBron James is not a goat at all.net. That was also my other website. <laughs> all right. So, final question What is your most memorable set as a comment? Good, bad, weird, or otherwise? For all the wrong reasons. Uh, I tell the story to this day. Um, I found out I am not good at dealing with hecklers on December 23rd, 2019. Festivus! Yeah. Uh, this lady, she was talking through every comedian's set. 
I was like seventh or eighth up in the list. It was a showcase. Mm -hmm. And I said to my friend, I hope she talks during my set. Wait till you see what I say to her. And I thought it was clever. I thought it was witty. And I thought I was going to be a hero to everybody. She starts talking about three minutes into my set. And I said, hey, excuse me, ma'am. Do you have children? And she says, yes, I have two beautiful kids. Stop right there. I hope you die on Christmas morning while they're opening their presents. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I know yeah. now. Now I know. <laughs> I remember the first time you told me that story. And I went, Bro, that is a true story. I really, really did that. And I okay. thought, I thought in my heart of hearts, I thought I am going to be everybody's hero for shitting in her mouth like that. Now, it turns out a whole uh, table full of really nice nurses walked away because they're like, we didn't come for this, sir. But what pissed me off the most, listen, here's the only reason I was that pissed off. This is true, all true, 100% true. She was sitting right beside the producer of the show, and she was talking to him that, like real loud through everybody's sets. He should have been like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah. That's, yeah and if absolutely. she doesn't shut up, when you say shut up, put your dick in her mouth. Shut her the fuck up. So Misogyny.com, that's another one of my websites. So, so that's what fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la means. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. But that's my most yeah. memorable set for that reason. My best set, I just had it uh, 45 minutes last Saturday night at the B2B Garden Brewery in beautiful uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I did 45 minutes to an excellent sold-out crowd. Nice. Uh, I just had a blast. And Albuquerque loves me as much as I love them. I cannot wait to live there. Yes, Albuquerque, I'm relocating. Uncle Daddy's coming to you. <laughs> Uncle Daddy, that's not a good name to have. <laughs> that's that guy, right? That's that guy, right? He stays the night when your mom and dad are divorced. Oh. You don't know what to call him. Says, eh, just call me Uncle Daddy. I'm, I'm that guy. Uh, as unique as it is, I'm the one comedian that came from a good uh, childhood and family. It's not <laughs> I'm a weirdo. It's, yeah. yeah, you're entirely too funny. Something happened. You had an <laughs> uncle that diddled you. Uh, cre no. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you bad do. Divorce. You just forgot divorce. about it. Go see a brain wrangler. I'm telling you right now, inside your brain, nothing but nightmares. Can you imagine, dude? I'm six foot two and almost four hundred pounds. What kind of mental case is gonna be like? You know what I want? The big one. That's not good. That's <laughs> your weird idea. uncle Frankie or whatever his name was. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Diddles or whatever you called him. Oh man. Oh right. boy. Well, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That has been another rambunctious episode of Generation Dan. This Thank was you for probably to your three uncle daddies of respective time frames. And we will see you next week, folks. The most chaotic and the most fun. <laughs> You're welcome. I would apologize, but I meant every word of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's fantastic. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. I hope you. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. See you soon.